0: Bridie, hello, everyone. After everyone's opinions, is there any investment that is on par with buying a home? Like if I choose to put money into stocks, riskier? Yes. Or is property still the wisest investment? I'll hand that to you.
1: Hmm. I mean, there's some built-in assumptions here that property is the bestest investment option for you, which I don't know if that's always the case. I think it's important to figure out like, what do you want it for, Brady? Like, what are we building wealth just for wealth? Are we building wealth for security, and you want to have a home that you live in, or you want to have investment properties, or you know you're pulling it out in a few years so that you can, I don't know, do something fun with it? Because really, these are different types of asset classes, and whilst they are both considered growth assets, there's pros and cons to both of them, and so a terrible investment property is not n- better than a share portfolio. So, I, I think it really depends. Obviously, we get more diversification if we're invested in stocks, assuming that we're investing in a lot of different ones. Uh, when you've got property though, you get leverage uh, because you're you know, presumably borrowing and so any growth on that's on the higher borrowed amount. But I think we have to stop saying that property is like the, the best because it's not always the best. No. Agree?
0: Absolutely agree. Yeah. So, If we break down... Because I like breaking down comments and questions line by line. All right. Is there an investment that is on par with buying a home? Well, if you look at 101, the rule book on buying a home that you live in, you are consuming that. That's theoretically not an investment because by the book, an investment produces an income and appreciates in a capital way. Sure, your home can appreciate in a capital way... And longer term, it is better to own where you live because Mm -hmm. you'll, over time, pay less. um, And then when you stop working, you don't have to pay accommodation costs. So, there's that. So, yeah. First, you've got to go, what is an investment to you? And to me, an investment is something that produces an income. Do I think buying gold is an investment? I personally don't think it is. I think it's a hedge strategy. It's a parking money Because gold doesn't produce an income. Yeah. So that's just my thing. Like if I choose to put money into stocks, and as you said, like my rant at the start of the episode, so many people all over suburbs in Australia are buying homes in the same suburb as where they live just Mm -hmm. because of this home bias Some type of, I live here, it's really good, I really love it. That's awesome for a lifestyle point of view. Mm. But as in, if we're allocating money to actually invest and grow for the future, is the next street from you the most appropriate place to grow your wealth? Not sure. A lot of the times it's not. Mm. And what's more risky? And this is so wild, Jess. Like, how many times do you hear and see people? They'll get the heebie-jeebies, go buy an investment property in the same suburb, street next door, get so excited about it. We're going to renovate it and all that. But they have an aneurysm when trying to pick what brokerage platform or what investment platform do I choose to put my 5000 or $1,000 in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's something out of whack here. Because we've
1: created this cultural norm mm. where we've put property at the top of the pedestal. Mm. And we've said, we financial services people have said for a really long time, shares and equities and everything is very complicated. Come to us, we can do it for you. And so we are having to re-educate people that there are lots of different ways to build wealth. There's no one perfect way because everyone is different. Everyone's situation is different, but thinking that one is definitely better than the other. Like I've watched people make terrible property investment decisions Mm. and I've watched people make amazing property decisions. The same thing with shares. So, I feel like I'm not really answering the question. Also, the point around stocks being riskier, mm. why? Because well, of the volatility along the way?
0: Like, imagine if you could, at the front of every house, every week or every day, see the actual price of it. Yeah. I can tell you, people would not be buying houses.
1: Yeah, because we don't see... You're right, that that volatility is mm. sort of invisible unless you're checking domain.com every day and, and tracking it.
0: So, I would hypothesise if... And let's take mortgage and leverage off the table right now, right? What is more, and everyone at home can answer this question in your own mind, if I had $800,000, okay, Mm -hmm. cash, Mm -hmm. what is more risky to me to buy one $800,000 investment property? Mm Mm-hmm. Or for me, even back to our discussion, just to put $800,000 in IOZ, A200, top 200 companies in Australia, what is more risky?
1: Dun, dun, dun. We're going to let them answer it?
0: Everyone can answer it in their own mind. If you don't have a mind because you're busy actually having a life and working while you listen to podcasts and all that, (laughs) or if you mean you don't have a mind, let's look at it. Property, did you choose the right location? Did you choose the right asset? Mm. Did you choose the right tenant? Mm. Can you get it tenanted? Can you get an income consistently? Mm. You've got a lot of risk that your income from that asset is based on someone keeping their job and paying rent.
1: So we've got concent- what we call concentration risk, where you've sort of got Greg yeah, being yeah. the house in, in one basket. Yeah. And so if that goes down to the point before about the person who had that land where they had to sell it and they sold it at a loss. You've got what's called negative equity. Mm. Um, but the other thing around property too, you know, I want to be sort of impartial and give the pros and cons for each. You know, there's there's great opportunity because of leverage in time to then be able to potentially borrow against some of that equity that you've created and use that to diversify into other shares and stocks as well. So, I think, Bridie, come back to like, what is it for? What do you need? To Glenn's point, diversification in investing is like 101. You have to think about mm. it. And buying in the same street, suburb, etc., is not diversified. Um, and so there isn't a clear winner here. And I think you just need to figure out what's, what's important. To you. Do you reckon <laughs> there is a clear winner? Do you reckon it's not property?
0: Okay, no, no, no. So I get what you're saying, but you're saying the right things because of the considerations. But if we don't deviate from my simple example yeah. what's more yeah. riskier yeah, it's the property. one property yeah. or 200 companies there is a clear winner yeah so but this is where mm-hmm. personal finance it's annoying it all depends mm-hmm. and really? would you rather risk 800,000 on one asset potentially one household income or 200 different companies different sectors different markets and one thing people don't talk about that much in investing circles is liquidity. Mm. I don't know, guys. I don't know. But yes, it's a, it's a good chat to have. What do you think? Playing at home? Yell out in the bus right now! Hey, everyone! <laughs>